Welcome to Ag Vic Talk, keeping you up to date with information from Agriculture Victoria. Mentors. Most people have had them in their lives. They might have been a teacher, a coach, or maybe even a senior colleague that has given great advice and guidance. G'day, I'm Drew Radford, and mentoring is now an important part of professional development. Indeed, for Katrina Garraway, it's structured into her horticulture job with Select Harvest. Her work there, though, is more than a job. It's a career path that she started on at 15. To find out more and also the importance of her mentor, Katrina joins us for this AgVic Talk podcast. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. Katrina, straight out of school into agriculture. Why agriculture and specifically why horticulture? Well, I've always been interested in a job in an ag or a horticulture field because my family heritage has been both in ag and hort. So I've always known that I was interested in it and I wanted to get into it, but I never knew really how or what part of horticulture I would be in. Katrina, you said your family heritage, and I've seen the label against your family, a pioneering farming family. What's that mean? I'm guessing they've been there for a while. Yes. So my grandfather on my mother's side was a pioneer for the Miller region. So he was one of the last men to be allocated a piece of land. But my grandfather on my father's side was a horticulture farmer over the river. Wow. So you well and truly have dirt flowing through your veins for want of a better description. It's well and truly in your blood. Pretty much. (laughs) Now, you've started with Select Harvest. Who are Select Harvest and what do they do? So Select Harvest is Australia's largest almond grower and processor, and it is actually the third largest grower worldwide. It manages almond orchards in Victoria, New South Wales and South Australia. So a very big organisation, Katrina. What's your role with them? So I am employed as a farmhand at our Mulroo Orchard, which is located 50 kilometres west of Mildura at Clollerane. I also am our farm HSR and I have currently taken on the OHS committee meeting chairperson role. So as part of my farm work, I work on the irrigation team and sometimes step in and drive some machinery. But also part of my role is some technical work where I collect samples and data and transfer them into maps and spreadsheets to gain a knowledge of trends within our orchard. So Katrina, you've got a lot going on there. For those that don't know, HSR, what's that mean? So HSR is Health and Safety Representative. So I re- represent our team at our Mulroo site. You said you always wanted to pursue a career in agriculture. That's one thing, but how did you start with Select Harvest? So I started in year 10 when we did work experience. I did a week with Select Harvest where I did a couple of days on our Mulroo orchard site and then I did another couple of days at our Karina West processing facility. As a result of my work experience, I was offered a casual position for my school holidays from my mentor Jane, which I gladly took the job because I loved working on the farm. After that, I worked through my school holidays when I was studying year 11 and 12 VCE and When I finished my year 12, I started a full-time position 
on the Mulberry Farm. So you've been with them basically since year 10. What's that, roughly age 15? And you sound really excited about the fact you've got a job and continuing on. What What's the career path from here on look like for you? I'm hoping to further my studies and continue gaining more experience within the almond industry and hopefully look at more of a technical role within the almonds. You mentioned that you're doing some technical work. So what are some skills that you already had that you found useful in your role? I've always been eager to learn new things and I've been open-minded and friendly. So I find that to be very big strength with coming into a new environment and with learning new things. I tend to be able to stay focused in, on what I'm learning and I really want to get it right and make sure that I'm doing things to the best of my ability. You're also involved in a lot of extracurricular activities as well. I understand you're on the fire brigade, you're in the show society. Do those things help develop skills which you're able to bring to your job? Oh, definitely. I've been a part of the Mildura Fire Brigade for a number of years now. I started in the junior running team when I was 11 years old. So that's helped me with gaining people skills and being able to connect and communicate with people from various ages and building myself a network within different societies. In terms of that network and dealing with different people, you mentioned a mentor earlier on. How important has your mentor been and what role do they actually play? My mentor plays a very large part of my journey. It's very nice and helpful to have someone there to bounce ideas off and ask questions and just learn more about everything off because <laughs> it's always nice to have someone there that is willing to help you out and answer your questions because I'm known for asking a lot of questions. It's fabulous to have an inquiring mind. So what, what do you really enjoy about working in this industry, Katrina? I really enjoy learning. I love learning about everything on the farm and how friendly everyone is. I love to have a laugh and everyone's got fantastic personalities on the farm. You always get to meet new people and create friendships that last a lifetime. Katrina, you come from a farming background, so you've got some familiarity about the work environment you're going into, but has there been anything significant that's really surprised you about working in the industry? Yes. I didn't realise how many different job titles or areas that there are in different industries. It's not just the operational side where you're jumping on tractors and in RTVs and stuff or the irrigation. There's so many more roles like the technology side and all the data and safety and all that sort of stuff that I didn't actually realise was a thing. It's not until you go through the door that you actually discover that there are so many different facets to running a business and it's a big business that you're working for. So what are some of the opportunities you see for careers in the horticultural sector? I definitely see um, a lot of opportunity in, in the technology side of things because as we know, the technology has become a huge part of the agriculture and horticulture industries and it's always ever-changing and evolving. So... We've always got new equipment and new processes that are available to us. So I foresee a huge opportunity in the technology side of the horticulture sector. Katrina, what would you say to other 
young people who are listening to this, particularly young women who are interested in a career in horticulture but don't know how to get started? I would just say to reach out to someone or do your research. So typically companies have a main office or website. So if you locate one of those, they should have contact information and they'll point you in the right direction. I've always been quite open and approachable with especially youth and young women that have been around myself and approached me with questions. So definitely just approach someone. It never hurts to ask. Not many 15-year-olds are like Katrina Garraway in terms of having a clear idea of the career they want to pursue. Helping her now navigate that is her mentor, Jane Finch. And perhaps one of the most important things Jane brings to this process is she's walked a similar path. Yeah, look, I grew up in uh, New South Wales. We had a couple of properties on the Darling River where we ran livestock, sheep in particular. So I've probably got three generations of farming across our properties. That's quite a history you've got there, Jane. And you now work in the horticulture sector. How did that change happen? One of the local towns um, that we're next to invested into a trial block, an orchard, and they continued from that trial block and developed into apples and wine grapes and stone fruit. So I was lucky enough to take that opportunity after I left school and to have a look at the horticulture sector. You not only had a bit of a look at it, Jane, you've made a career out of it. What's your role now with Select Harvest? Your operations manager, but what's that really mean? I look after a number of acres, which is across a number of sites, which we refer to as farms. On those sites, they have a management team and they have farm staff. So I, I look to, to facilitate programs, both irrigation, fertiliser programs, weedicide, insecticide, right through to safety and HR to operational activities, which can be pruning programs, land preparation and cleaning up for the farms and, yeah, just the the whole seasonal activities around growing an almond tree. That's a very large role, to say the least. So you've got quite a few people reporting to you, I guess. Yeah, I do. Not directly, but as a group, and we all work together as a team and collaborate between our farms and our sites. So yes, I look at it as that is my team. I've heard you describe that previously as almost a bit of a mentoring role. And we want to talk about your mentoring work with Katrina, but I find that an interesting perspective to take towards all of those teams that you're responsible for. I see my role as, like you've said, mentoring my management team and staff within those teams. I feel to get the best out of people and to allow them to have ownership within their roles is is to guide them and to support them. And I work very hard at that. I like to have good communication across our teams and, and to work together. So I think that's important. We all don't know everything, particularly when we're covering all aspects of an orchard. Sometimes it helps to give and take and to have others have that opportunity to step up and to to learn as well. Well, that's certainly the case with Katrina. So can you paint a bit of a picture of how that actually works and what you give to her? With Katrina, we've structured it with the farm and she's got a fantastic manager out there and team that support 
her ambitions and goals and her pathways where she would like to be. I have spoken with her around a two-year, five-year, 10, 15-year plan in terms of where she would like to be. So I regularly catch up with Katrina and we've just recently set aside a day a week on the farm where she's doing extra activities more related to technical and projects in helping my role to keep her engaged with her learning and where she's wanting to go. And our next step with Katrina will be to come more into the technical space for one or two days a week and that will continue this year with her studies that she's doing. And every six months we'll review together where she's at to make sure that she's still heading in the right pathway, that she hasn't thought, oh, I might like to be over here now or spend more time and invest into this area. It must be a very satisfying thing to do, to see someone grow and develop in their role and and help them along the way. It definitely is, particularly to support, I guess, a young female into our business where it's it is quite male orientated and we do have a lot of equipment that we run as well so to be able to support her into those teams and to be there and to also share my experiences the good and the bad or to be able to explain to her why something happened and perhaps you know how we could have done it better or how to improve and to try and work on herself and to become that leader that she wants to be because she does want leadership and management and that will all come but to actually learn those experience on site and if I can offer and support her in those experiences or opportunities so we can help develop her to become that person that she wants to be. How has mentoring helped you in your role? I guess mentoring has kept me motivated and to have Katrina very engaged and always wanting to learn, it's allowed probably more attention to detail to come through, particularly on the site where she is at. It's nice. It's good to have someone there who's eager, who wants to learn and keep you inspired in your own role. Jane, do you have any advice for other people out there who are looking to support young people and new entrants into their businesses? Engage with them early, know their ambitions or pathways and really look to the site or the farm that they're going to that the manager does support that role and where that person is wanting to be. And don't forget about them in the paddock. Like They're eager and they're keen and They want more and to just keep that engagement so that we can keep them there. Jane Finch, it sounds like you're doing a fabulous job of supporting and encouraging the next generation of primary producers in the horticulture sector. Thank you for taking the time and joining us for this AgVic Talk podcast. Thanks, Drew. Thank you for listening to AgVic Talk. For more episodes in this series, find us and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave a comment or rating and share this series with your friends and family. All information is accurate at the time of release. Contact Agriculture Victoria or your consultant before making any changes on farm. This podcast was developed by Agriculture Victoria, authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne.